The following is the production of WEGL 91.1 FM. That ball is gone. It's a walk-off home run for Stephen Williams. WEGL Sports. The Tigers are headed to the College World Series. Where every touchdown of Game. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Lives. And welcome inside the Extra Point here on WEGL 91.1 and Eagle Eye TV. Hello, everybody. Jared Dillard and joining me on the show is Jacob Hillman and Davis Carroll. Davis, we'll start you you first. How are you doing on this day after the best day of the year, November 10th, as we move on to the second best day of the year, November 11th? Why is November 11th the second best day? Because well, it's, af- I, it's I, after I, the first. We know why. Don't don't ask why it's by the first. Oh, I know, I know. Okay. No, we all know why it's first. But then this is the second best day because it's the after party. All right, it's okay. where it's where you come it's where you come down off the first day. But yeah, I'm just chilling. I'm a little tired, but I'm feeling good. Really Jacob, much else to it. Jacob, how about you? Doing well. I was almost depressed about this upcoming weekend, but then I remember the Masters is coming up, so. We'll be fine. This weekend, still- I will go. I will be the first to say happy belated birthday to you, Jared. Thank you. Thank a you. Quarter century. A quarter century, twenty-five, and I'm as I'm a, as spring as ever, or spry. I don't know what the word is. Still can't agile. read very well. I am very agile. I was able to not crack as many bones getting out of bed today. Far. Hey, I uh. Five more years, and we'll, we'll, I'm gonna start having some problems. But 25, I, I'm in my I'm in my Chet Walker years. All right, goodbye, Kobe. Rest in peace. Chet Walker years are here. Who is Chet Walker? He played with Wilt. I had to look him up. I had to look up best players number 25. Chet Walker, seven-time NBA All-Star, and played with Wilt. So he's somebody. Why did you choose him out of any every player that wore 25? How many other players do you know that wore 25? LaShawn McCoy, Jamal Charles. Okay, uh, but this is NBA players. There's uh Daniel Parsons. Yeah. These are these are these are these are NBA players. The, I can't remember his name now. The rookie for the Miami Heat wore 25. Ooh, uh, Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. Uh, I think Chet Walker's better because everyone be like, "Who?" and then I can explain it to him. So. Steve Kerr wore 25. Ben Simmons wore number 25 at one point. Who was? Vince Carter. Vince Carter? Mm. I think he might have been, yeah. He wore 25 at the Suns in 2011 and with the Mavericks until 2014. Jared, there's some good players you're sleeping on. Look, bring it up the Bleacher Report in their article that they wrote, okay? That ain't me. And some of the players may be, like, associated with another number. I think D it's Rose like, wears D Rose is wearing twenty five right now. I think like, like for example, in their article for Kobe, he wasn't eligible for twenty four because they put him with eight. You know, to be That's fair, lame. 
Well, I mean, you don't want a Austin th- Rivers. Mozgov wears twenty-five. Timothy Mozgov, the guy who got the bag from the Lakers and then disappeared. Yes. Hey. Ben Simmons. Uh, ben Simmons. Mr. Dinwiddie. When Ben Simmons hits a three, he can come get me. But. Mo Spencer Williams. Mo Williams is the one. There's a lot more people in number 25 than I can remember. I'm sticking with Chet Walker. That's my boy. Fabo Cephalosha. No. Anyway, welcome to the Extra Point here on WEG on 911 and Eagle TV. Let's first talk about. Because, I mean, Jacob's already mentioned it. There's a lot of cancellations happening, especially in the SEC. Uh, Auburn, L- uh, not Auburn, LSU. Auburn, Mississippi State. LSU, Alabama. Texas A&M, the game is canceled. Uh, I believe, I mean, I know this is out here, but Arizona State's game is on the rocks because I think UCLA, not UCLA, whoever they're playing, uh, is, they're in protocol now as well. Uh, Things aren't going particularly well in college football on the COVID front. I believe all of the, uh, like, Naval Academy, Air Force, Army, all their games are canceled as well, which means yeah we've got a serious COVID problem because I remember thinking before the season well they're going to be the ones that don't deal with this because they're in their own little bubble and you know on their campus on their wherever they are you know West Point Annapolis wherever Air Force is and the fact they're having troubles with COVID is concerning to say the least yeah I mean I would try to get an accurate list of how many games are postponed but they're kind of happening so quickly that, you know, ESPN, who I use, uh, five, there's six so far that I can at least see listed that are postponed, but more usually happen later in the week when they uh, realize that they won't have enough players to, to go around. But yeah, no, long story short, it's not good right now. And uh, I know that the United States has reached a very bad milestone in November uh, where they hit 1 million cases in the first 10 days of November. So that's not great, mind you. Uh, You know, I I look at it as Halloween cases catching up. Yeah, that that probably didn't help, especially around college campuses. And hopefully everything will these cases will pass by without anyone suffering too much. Hopefully these are asymptomatic cases. Hopefully they don't spread to anybody. I think that, you know, these, these athletes are in the best case because they are getting tested and they're being forced to isolate or quarantine. So, you know, you get past 14 days and I think they should be okay. Yeah. Wisconsin's just now getting back into it. Who we, we know they were, isolated for the last two weeks they're trying to play a game this weekend if they don't they're not eligible for the big 10 championship which is a a huge blow to that program because i mean that's kind of half the reason why you're playing this season is the big 10 championship the other is the national championship if you miss one well it sucks it's far-fetched so hopefully you know as we we talk about college football i know we do college football pick them and I picked 10 games, which, honestly, if you look at this week's slate, it's horrible. It's disgusting. I understand why game day is going to the Masters. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is bad. you were going to a college football game, it was going to be Alabama LSU, and, you know, that's not happening. 
So, I mean, I, I'm talking about I, what what game do I have on Pick'em that I can remember on top of my head? I did it this morning, like an hour ago. I think there's like a... The extra point game of the week is actually the extra point toilet bowl game of the week. I changed it this week. It's uh, Penn State, Nebraska. Who gets their first win? How many games got canceled in total? Uh, Six currently. At least as far as I can count on ESPN's app. It's crazy. Six, three from the SEC. And I, I do know that Arizona State is in jeopardy because I got that notification this morning. Uh, so it's happening. And I saw a thing that uh, Auburn they might cancel the Tennessee game as well. Or is that wait? That's is that this week? No, that's next. Okay, week. yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, saw, Tennessee, saw, it's saw. Tennessee hate weeks right now. That, I just saw that. I wasn't sure how true that was though. I mean, that, well, that's always a possibility because it's a fourteen day quarantine. So those players that tested pot, it was nine players. So that's not. Unless it's the entire position group or something, then they might be able to come back because they might have tested positive on Friday, which means their 14 day quarantine is up the day before the game, and then and then uh, it's only three staffers. So as long as they contact trace these guys quickly, then you shouldn't have any problems with Auburn not having enough scholarship players. And then on top of that, I mean, you never know what's happened with Tennessee. So, yeah. honestly, having a game each weekend at this point is a toss-up, I feel like, in a lot of people's heads. Uh, especially now that, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, we don't have any more uh, backup days. You know how we, no. we took Mississippi State and moved it behind A&M now? We, we don't have that anymore. That I mean, if, if this game gets postponed... From here on out, any game gets postponed for a number of teams. That's it. We're just not going to play that game anymore. We just can't. Well, not necessarily. Because what some are talking about, because Alabama LSU is in that situation where LSU already has a game on December 12th. Well, you can play Alabama LSU. Well, you can't play Alabama LSU that day, but you can play LSU and Arkansas or LSU Ole Miss on December 19th, the day of the SEC Championship. That's fair. Because they won't be in, they won't be in the SEC championship, so it's going to be take reshuffling so that Alabama and LSU can play on or Alabama and LSU can play like December fifth or uh, next week, but they can make it work. Non critical SEC championship games played on SEC championship weekend, I guess is kind of how yeah. it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, pretty much because. It'll be kind of obvious. It's Alabama, Texas, or Texas A and M, and Georgia or Florida, and you know, unless Alabama loses to twice to Auburn and Texas, well, they already they already beat Texas A and M, but if it was Auburn and someone, which gosh, now I'm thinking about that. That's tough to do because if Auburn does defeat Alabama, and then Alabama goes and loses to LSU, then you got. A situation where Auburn's yeah. like, what about us? Yeah, I, I didn't really think of it that deep. It's uh, it's not it's not an easy situation. Up. Yeah. Uh, now I guess my we're, we're starting to get to run possibility of what happens when, let's say for instance, it goes chalk. We got Florida, we got Alabama, SEC championship games coming up. 
oh no, there's an outbreak on Florida, Alabama. What? I guess you postpone it until like the next week, I guess, or something like that. Because you need you need a champion, don't you? You got to postpone it until they have enough players, and which of course it's fourteen days. So yeah, the next the week after is probably the time, which. It's sort of imagine what causes these outbreaks. Like I, I think Halloween is the cause of these these outbreaks that are currently happening. But I think um, someone mentioned uh, for LSU, it's like, well, their season's down the drain. These kids probably are like, for what? What's the point of me avoiding social interaction for no reason just to lose? That's so, fair. I feel that. I don't know. If that's a hundred percent what's going through these players' minds, but. Yeah, you know, it's hard to it's hard to imagine that it's not a thought, a pro, not a thought at all. That's how I would be thinking. It's like, what do I got to lose right now? Yeah, I mean, another, we we, we yeah, we suck. Yeah, Davis, how how are you kind of taking this whole uh, this whole week in stride? I guess with college football and a lot of games being up in the air. You know, it just gives me a reason to sleep in on Saturday. Honestly, hey, that's but, fair. I was just thinking about it. What if like March Madness or like don't don't college, say that don't say the that College World don't Series say that. like listen listen, listen no 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 I don't want to go this again. Like a team a group of thirty two team or whatever the name I can't even remember the name of the conference I've been watching or the not the conference the 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 round I've watched March Madness in so long. The round of thirty two that's what it is. What if like one or two team one or two shut up Jared one or two games in that like round. They have COVID, and then everybody else plays their games. They have to stop everything and, like, wait a week or two or however long for that team to play. I would hope by the time I reach March Madness that they set it up, and this is a hope. This is probably – I mean, I'm sure they're thinking about it currently as we speak. But the hope is that once they figure out the 64 teams and the locations, those teams are put in quarantine in that location – like Disney, which is going to be a lot harder in different locations. And they're there for a couple of days before it starts, and hopefully they can stay safe in those in that in that time period. Hopefully. I don't know if that's going to happen. I, You're I don't right. know either. Because Justin Turner in Major League Baseball's bubble, he got a positive test. And fortunately for Major League Baseball, they got away with it. it they kind of look crappy now, but they're fortunate that the Rays did not win that game. That's true, because nobody knows what happened if they had to play a game seven. That whew, that would have been not good. Uh, but, I mean, look, if you're college basketball and you know you got to play March Madness or you want to play March Madness, I don't see how... I, I see why they wouldn't, because they may not have the resources or the money to do so. But, I mean... I'm going to assume they talk to the NBA and Disney and be like, hey, ESPN, Disney, NBA, help a brother out. Just let us do what you guys did for March Madness. Which, I mean, 64 teams in one bubble is probably not feasible. It would be funny, though. chaotic. Yeah, it would be funny. The NHL had two bubbles. Yeah, we can can put one in, what, there's just Disney World and Disneyland? We can do that. I don't know if Disneyland has the same... Uh, we can make it happen. If, if it's starting now, we can make it happen. So, I guess... It is really getting ahead of everything. Not really something we should go too much into, but... Oh, hey, yeah. This is getting ahead of a lot of things. 
possibly, a, you know, they're saying the vaccine is on the way. And, you know, if that happens. 90% effectiveness. Do what? 90% effectiveness, yeah. apparently. And they say they don't have a billion widely available by next year. I didn't say the end of the next year. I said next year, and I think Dr. Fauci went on CNN and said April, maybe. So, hey, just in time for the Final Four. Just in time. Hey, guys, it's Final Four. We got this new, we got this new drug. We got this new. We got this new. We got this new vaccine, and then for the first time, players will be the players will be encouraged to take drugs before a game. So yeah, we did it. We defeated COVID. Hopefully, I can say that in April. Now nah, I won't be able to say it till the end of the year next year. But we're getting there. We're getting there, and all that's getting ahead of a lot of things right now. We got to survive this week first. And so far, six games have been the dust. And I was looking it up. Yeah, a lot of the service academies are canceling their games. So, and I saw that a headline that a fourth Iowa player is transferring in two weeks. I guess Iowa's dealing with their own things over there right now. Uh, Hawkeyes uh, not having the best offseason and season. That's after beating Michigan State by 42. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Iowa's dealing with a lot of things that are not named COVID. Uh and then on top of that, I mean, the Big Ten itself is kind of like collapsing on itself. Penn State, I hate to say it, guys, they suck. They're 0-3. Well, they're bad. That's they're why they're bad. in the toilet bowl this week against Nebraska. Somebody has to win. Or the game gets canceled. Yeah, then nobody wins. Well, actually, everyone wins that doesn't have to watch the game. Exactly. I think I think that's a – I want to say that that game is big noon kickoff. If it's – it's ever no. Is well, it not? Might be. TCU uh, West Virginia is on Fox. Like, okay. It's on the FS1, so it might still be Big Noon kickoff because they just Fox cares a lot more about the Big Ten than the Big Twelve, and TCU West Virginia don't see like teams are gonna hype up too much. I, I I just know I've seen commercials for Penn State Nebraska, which I think is really depressing. Yeah, it is. Like, what 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 is the best game this week on tap for college football? There is no rank versus rank matchup, so. I mean, I mean, Toledo Tungo Bailoa's look good for Maryland. Maybe they can make a run at Ohio State, Arkansas, Florida. Oh yeah, Arkansas is going to be without their head coach because he has COVID. But they have Felipe Frank's his revenge game. So that Uh-oh. is true. You got to watch out for Felipe. Arizona State is playing Cal. Okay, well they're playing Cal. I said UCLA. They're playing Cal. Undefeated Northwestern against undefeated Purdue. The battle of the nerds versus the train. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm just having, looking at? What? We have four games at 9.30 or 10 o'clock. That's true. And for me, that's 10.30, 11 o'clock. So I know what I'm doing at night. While I'm crying. Not sleeping. Yeah. Pack 12 after dark. Pack 12 after dark, it is officially here. Even got a little bit of UNLV San Jose State action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that's, that's so great. I started, uh, I've, I've been trying to wake up early in the morning to watch Japanese baseball at 4 a.m. Oh. Uh, they're in their playoffs right now. I didn't watch any of the games this, I think there were games this morning. There was games yesterday morning. Wait, today's Tuesday or Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Today Veterans is Wednesday. Day. Uh, there were games yesterday morning. I don't know if there were games this morning. I didn't check. But, uh, I'm getting into overseas things 
like how uh, when Japanese American football comes back, I'll be getting into that. It's I've been hype. watching Japanese uh, 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 bottle cap baseball on TikTok. It's really interesting. Excuse me? Bottle cap baseball. You ever heard of it? You you flick a bottle cap and you can make it move and stuff and you just play baseball with it. I watched a video about Pedro Martinez we used to play when he was a kid as well. It is really cool. It's wicked. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've ever heard somebody use the word wicked like that in a long time. <laughs> it was wicked, bro. It is wicked. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm not everybody, Jared. Uh... I'm not just anybody. Who's the old person here? That me or you? Wicked's not that what? No. Is Wicked an old person word? Young kids, Davis. Wick I used it correctly. He's like I'm not calling people cats or anything. Hey. What? You're like these cats? Come on, Jacob. These kids these days, am I right, Jared? I don't know. I'm I'm worried about you. Uh <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's look I at say some... wicked and then I get flamed for what the hell? That was a concerning comment. Wicked? Yeah. Oh my. Whatever. But is there anything in college football that's kind of like uh, pertinent to talk about right now? I mean, I feel like I have games to pick, but I I don't know if they're gonna happen or not. So I don't even know if I, we should even mention them right now. Nah, they'll happen. They'll happen. I I think we're done with the cancellations. All right, well. I just jinxed it like I jinxed Auburn on Monday when the game got canceled. Like, no, Auburn's done a good job at handling COVID. And the next day, 12, 12 Auburn football players and staffers were positive. Well, if we truly do believe that these games are going to happen, then here we go. Let me pull up the pick em. I like perfect timing. Yeah, I have it already ready, set to go. All right, first game up on the docket. And I guess we could take a, a little bit more time than usual to talk about these games. In a game where Virginia Tech is favored, number nine Miami travels on the road to Virginia Tech after their last second defeat against the unsung heroes of college football, the Liberty Flames. See so, yeah. I'm not sure how much I trust Miami anymore. But do you trust Virginia I feel Tech? Like, I feel like it's ready for them to collapse after squeaking out that win against NC State. I I, yeah, I guess the question does, does come down to who do you trust more, Miami or Virginia Tech? And I don't think the Virginia Tech loss is, you know, Liberty's good. So that loss to them is not devastating. I think they're finally bouncing back from the COVID issues they had earlier in the year. I think Virginia Tech wins the game. I picked Virginia Tech last week and I got burned. So, I got burned twice last week in the last second. I picked Arizona State too. And we know how that ended. Man, that's tough. You know, speaking of tough, let me quickly go through the, the college football, pl- uh, not college football, pl- the college football pick em standings. A three-way tie for first at 56 and 34 between me, Davis, and Alex. One game back is Jacob and Bay at 55 and 35. So there's five people all within a game of each other. I'm surprised then, I'm doing that good. And then Jack, well, we don't talk about Jack. Jack's there. 
Jack is somewhere there. He has to make up games again. Because he forgot. But Miami, Virginia Tech. Uh, hmm. Virginia Tech's favored. And they need a bounce back win. And usually in college football, if you need something to happen, it doesn't happen. So I'll go with Miami to squeak out another win. I will say Miami will, will, will be trailing in the fourth quarter. And they'll make a comeback and win this game. I think that's the most week. plausible thing. Davis? Uh, I think I'm going to stick with Miami myself. I think I'm going to – I'm kind of leaning with you there, Jared. Jacob, going Miami or Virginia Tech? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. All right. That could be the game that puts you at first place, Jacob. I'll just pick all the opposite games, and I'm going to take a commanding lead over you guys. Here's another game that's kind of weird when you think about it because – Correct me if I'm wrong, because somebody else is probably looking at it right now. Tulsa's favorite against SMU, and I'm, I'm not sure why. Well, looking at SMU's schedule, uh, when they played a ranked team, they got beat in. They lost 42-13 to to Cincinnati three weeks ago. That's Koshwal playoff favorite, Cincinnati. Yes, it is. You know... I think SMU's a good enough team to do that. It also looks good. Remember when they almost beat Oklahoma State? Then they beat UCF on the road. Yeah, they they're they're playing good football. They are. But I'm going with SMU. I'm also taking the Mustangs. Death penalty. Davis. Um Yeah, I'm going with SMU. Here's the game that I just look at and I laugh. Number 13, Wisconsin and Michigan. Harbaugh's like, I need a big win. Here we go. I mean, I don't think it's going to be close. Does Michigan have their quarterback back? Not not Michigan, Wisconsin. Is he playing this week? I think so. Okay. If he's, I mean, if he's, well, if he's playing this week. He might be there 21-day quarantine. Yeah, I... I honestly don't know, and I, I, I'm not, not. I'm not able to look at it right now. Yeah, uh, whether or not he's he's able to play this week. See, I just man, even if he doesn't play, I don't know. I mean, Michigan, Michigan's not good. It says Graham Mertz can likely play against Michigan, but will he? So oh, that's all. I, that's all I need. I'm picking Wisconsin. <laughs> that's all I needed. You know, I, Michigan's bad. They got, the, they got what they thought was a big one against Minnesota, but then we saw what they did against Maryland, and cool, buddy. Michigan, the game is not going to be pretty. <laughs> it's going to be at home, too. It's going to be... I mean, Harbaugh... I mean, we well, look, we know that Harbaugh is the Gus Malzahn of the Big Ten. We know this. He is. Uh, but, man, it is it is not good over in Michigan right now. Not at all. Davis, you're taking Wisconsin as well? Go Cheeseheads? Yes. Cheeseheads? Yes. All right. Here we go. Nerds. Number 23, Northwestern. Purdue. I mean, I've only watched a couple of Northwestern games. I even watched the Northwestern game against uh, against Iowa on replay. And is Northwestern going to be that team that wins all their games by, like, less than five points each week? Is that going to be a I thing? I think they could, honestly, yeah. They have to keep it close. Big Ten championship with Ohio State and lose by fifty. Hey, 
I've heard I've heard that song and dance before. Yeah. Mm. I, I buy was I I buy Northwestern. I'll pick Northwestern, but I feel like that's that's gonna come back to get me. Probably. I'm picking Northwestern, but I think Purdue could easily upset him. Here's a game: Utah, UCLA, being played. <laughs> that is, well, we haven't seen Utah, but I don't care. UCLA is just. Who do UCLA even play? I'm not sure, but I just know it wasn't pretty. I guess Chip Kelly is not doing his thing. I'm picking Utah, but it, they lost 48 to 42 to Colorado. Hey, that's like that. three. That sounds Utahs. like a Pac-12 after dark game. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. UCLA was oh man, yeah they were down. 35 to 14 at halftime made a push in the third quarter and then oh, Colorado left, let, let, let the gas off the pedal okay oh, I'll take that back no 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 no. yeah that is what happened NC State Florida State also I want to point out that for the first couple of picks we all picked the road team so that's fun but now we're at Florida State who's the road team against NC State which I'll go ahead and say it Florida State, I'm sorry. I'm picking NC State. They should have won last week. They're they're upset. They're going to win this week at home. Sorry, Florida State. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick Florida State. Because Don't do it. Don't do it. I, I, I'm I'm going to do it. He's going to be two games back now. This, this, yeah. <laughs> I think the NC State game was... I'm being Florida State. Yeah, that's what Let's I go thought. NC State! <laughs> All right, Wolfpack, Wolfpack. Uh, Louisville, Virginia. When I say these are some bad games, these are some bad games. This is ugly. This is very ugly. Both these teams, two and five versus two and four. Malik Cunningham's exciting. I love watching him, so I'm going to pick Louisville. I'm going Louisville as well, only because if I can't even name anybody on Virginia, that's probably not a good thing. We have some like minds today because I picked Louisville as well. TCU, West Virginia, I'll go ahead and say it. I'm picking the boys on that country road because Gary Patterson's going to, I don't know. Something's going on with TCU. They're not good. Believe it or not, West Virginia's defense is good this year. It's Big 12 good. It is. And I think it'll be enough. I mean, only allowed 19.4 games for a game. I absolutely love Max Duggan, quarterback for TCU. But I don't think he's going to get it done against the West Virginia defense. So West Virginia wins. Let's go Mountaineers. Iowa, Minnesota. I'll row the boat. Iowa. Iowa? You're not going Minnesota? No. Interesting. I was going to row the boat personally. I was going to row the boat, yeah. I, I don't trust Minnesota. Like, I don't. Like three games back, Jacob. <laughs> or three games back, two games ahead. Look, the way I look at it is that Iowa's not gonna. I say Iowa's not gonna win a, a high-scoring game. That they put up forty-nine Michigan State. That's different. Michigan State's a different type of trash. Okay, this is Minnesota, a different, another different type of garbage. I won't call them trash. I use a more sophisticated word for them: garbage. 
So I'm taking Minnesota only because I think uh, in a game where two offenses are probably going to have to perform out of their minds, Minnesota's going to take the cake on that. And finally, the extra point toilet bowl game of the week. Penn State on the road to take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. These teams, 0-3 and 0-2 respectively. Somebody has to win. It's going to be Nebraska. Nebraska was begging to play football this year. I don't know why. They should have knew. They thought. They Penn thought. State. Yeah, Davis, why are you picking Nebraska for? I'm going bold. That's not that's not bold. That's stupid. I mean, I'll change it if you want, but I already submitted it. Yeah, so. yeah. Let, yeah. let them lose. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Penn State. I mean, hey, whenever I go bold, what happens? I'm right. When have you ever gone bold and you were right? I go bold all the time on my show, and I'm destroying Alex and Pickham. His that show is chaos, Jared. Well, yeah, hey, I can't even get a word in edgewise on my own damn show. It could it, 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 it leaks over here, so I'm not surprised. Uh, well, there's Pick'em for this week, so we'll, we'll see what happens as uh, we have just a log jam on the top half of the bracket. I, w- I won't even mention NFL Pick'em right now because that's a... Uh, yikes. Uh, it's pretty much who's going to catch Bay Marks at this point. But, to be fair, uh, all of us did get the Patriots game right, so that's fun. Wow. Am I right? That, like, hey, no one went bold there. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny, dude. Yeah, yeah, Davis. Were were you bold in that game? I don't think so. Well, yeah, because that's just stupid. Exactly. Exactly. You Uh, never know, though. You never know. We were almost all wrong. That is true. Almost. And then we all would have been stupid. So let's almost like the. um, I think it was week one or week two. And Monday Night Football, everyone picked the same team, and then that team lost. It might have been Saints Raiders. I think the Raiders won. After they did, the they did, and then that almost happened this week on Monday Night Football again. Yeah. Dude, I believe Alex was the only person to pick the Saints. Everybody else picked the Buccaneers. Well, then again, did it? Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. And I thought Alex got one game ahead of me on Pick'em. So don't mention to him. Let's talk about some uh, headlines from sports uh, this morning. The Tony Larusa saga continues. This is this is getting depressing now, to be quite honest. This hire was trash. So, just to catch everybody up, Tony Larusa, uh, formerly with the White Sox back in the seventies and eighties, most notably known for his run with the Cardinals, bringing two World Series over there. Great manager for what he did for those two programs. Outstanding. Their White Sox, who fired their manager who was named AL Manager, not named. He was nominated as one of the uh, finalists for AL Manager of the Year. Have they announced that award yet? Are they getting there? Go Cash. Okay, yeah, that's right. Ke- Cash did win uh, for the Rays, which congratulations to Kevin Cash or the Rays for winning AL Manager of the Year. He deserves it. Hopefully, we see the Rays once again. I say hopefully. We probably will see the Rays once again in the World Series. But uh, they fired their manager after getting back to the playoffs for the first time in years. And they said, we got this young roster filled with all the, these great players, uh, players of, of, of color, diversity. Who's the best person we can bring in to help bring this team together? How about 
late 70s year old Tony LaRussa. And then, and then the day before, so we're just finding all about this now, but the day before the hire, LaRussa was uh, charged with DUI. Where uh, he got pulled over, things happened, and they're just now getting the transcript of of the incident. Where I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna pull up the quote because I know it's sitting here right in front of me, uh-huh. and I, I want to make sure I say this correctly. Da, 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 da. He was returning from dinner with friends of the California Angels baseball team. Uh, which okay. Uh. And then, okay, here we go. <clears throat> this is all from ESPN's uh, Jeff Passan. Uh, and you can read the article. Th- this is word for word what this is, okay? The officer asked LaRusa to exit the car for a field sobriety test. LaRusa said that he had undergone a hip replacement four weeks earlier and asked, why are we doing tests? So he, he pulled the whole hip replacement uh, card out. The officer said that there was an odor of alcohol emanating from LaRusa. When the officer when the officer discussed administering a portable breath test, LaRusa says, I don't trust it. According to a report, LaRusa then asked, What makes you think I don't have control of my facilities? Okay. And then he agreed to take the breath test if it gets me out of here. According to a report, the test registered at a uh blood alcohol content level of point zero nine zero the officer placed larissa under arrest for doi when read his miranda rights larissa said i don't know my rights because you told me once i blow into the thing we'd be done according to the report the officer asked larissa if larissa had any drinks he replied that he had one glass of wine at dinner the report said before arrest before the arresting officer placed him in a vehicle larissa said quote do you see my ring when asked what he meant, LaRusa answered, I am a Hall of Famer baseball person. He continued, I am legit. I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. You're trying to embarrass me. <laughs> That's pretty much it in a nutshell. As I said, this hire was awful. This hire was, uh, whew. not, not just for the DUI. As you mentioned, yeah, his history not great it's uh mm, 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 mm. i wonder how i wonder how far he'll make it with the white Sox. yeah i'm not i don't think he'll manage a game you don't think he'll manage a game no Ooh. not a single one no what do you make of mean, spring training no when does when spring training start like march pitchers and catches report in january i lied yeah, once again, I know nothing about baseball. So there you go. That that proved that. Uh whew. Yeah, uh there's a lot of time left in 2020 itself, let alone the start of the baseball season in in 2021. So yeah, there's a chance he does not make it at all. Uh oh my goodness. There's a lot of stuff happening in baseball right now. I mean, you got the awards, you got a uh, cash winning AL manager of the year. Uh, the Dodgers agree with that. Uh, the Red Sox new manager, Alex Cora, he came out yesterday and he said, "I got my penalty and I served it." Uh, and I think he also said that he quote deserved it as well. So, you know, 
for as much stuff I'll I'll get the Red Sox over the next year, probably a couple of years, at least one person comes out and says, you know what, I deserved it. I don't know if that really changes anything in my head, but no. Was the plan to always bring him back? I mean, seems like it. All I know is, I don't know. I don't know. The way MLB handled this whole thing was, why does Major League Baseball, in a time of impasse, where they have to make tough decisions, whether that's the the COVID situation, where they got to figure out whether they have a season or not, uh, the bubble situation, the rate, the the Astro situation, why does it feel like at the end of the day they always fumble the bag? Because they do, low key. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Baseball is... I mean, we've got to the point where I believe Roger Goodell's not the most hated commissioner in sports anymore. No, he's not. Which I he's think that says a lot. Uh, But I will say this. The Mets have to be, I don't know, excited right now that they have Steve Cohen as a new owner. I don't know if that really means anything. He cleaned uh, house. Which, probably for the best at this point, the Mets got to do something. I mean, this is the Mets team that not long ago was in the World Series, which I think says a lot. There was that, that two-year span of what? Like, the Royals being in the World Series, and then they blew the whole thing up. And yeah. then the, the Mets got... I don't even know who the Mets played in the World Series. The Royals. They played the Royals? The Royals yeah. played somebody else. They um, played the Mets. I forget who the Royals played the second year. Yeah. The World Series has been kind of weird the last couple of times. There's been a... There's always a new team in the World Series, so I'll give baseball credit for that. There was that, that one it's unpredictable. stretch where it went Giants, Cardinals, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Heck yeah, it was. Those were good years. I'm not getting that anymore. You know what? Look, look I, I got to vent for a second. <clears throat> I have to keep watching article after article pop up about how Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright will be leaving the Cardinals this year. And I don't know if I'll be able to take it. Those are the only two guys left that I, that I like care about for the Cardinals, right? There's other guys I care about. They won't even re-sign Colton Wong. Colton Wong's a free agent right now, and the the, the I guess the, the situation is that they let him go so they can re-sign him to a better deal and stuff like that. But still, I'm not gonna be able to recognize this Cardinals team. The Cardinals are gonna be trash this year, and I guess I'll just have to go all in on the Yankees because I'm think the Cardinals are gonna be good. They could have had Randy Arozarena. Don't remind me of that. That. What a great trade that was. It hurts. It hurts. It really does. You know? I mean, we had... I mean, you know, we had Ozuna. And we know where he's at now. We had Randy Orozarena. We know where he's at now. I mean, I can't even name you an outfielder for the Cardinals. Because there's just a bunch of... Just a bunch of guys out there. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know this Cardinals team. So I'm actually going on the Yankees now or, or something because the Cardinals are making me upset at this point. NBA. There's some news happening in the NBA. The Knicks have already shut down the facility after three players, uh, after three positive tests. That's already happening. So hold on to the Knicks. Anymore. Yeah, hold on to the, the Knicks. Magic because... City whenever they want. Uh, let's see. 
Let's see what else has happened. The Suns have discussed a trade for Chris Paul. So Chris Paul could be in Phoenix. He's going to turn into a journeyman really soon, where he's going to keep jumping around to different teams, if he hasn't already. Uh, And sources, this is coming through this morning, uh, sources say that the Rockets are concerned that James Harden and Russell Westbrook uh, will be leaving the team soon, i.e. because the front office is in chaos right now, that the superstars will be like, you know what, we want a better situation and just leave. Uh, or, or demand a trade or anything like that. Because, I mean, let's be honest, the Rockets, which... Look, I understand the Rockets are frustrated that they can't get past, like, a certain point of the playoffs. Like, round two, round three is just so hard for them. But, they, I mean, they... They had one of the better situations in the NBA, and they blew it up. I feel like. Now, would they win a championship with it? I don't know. But they were in a so much better position months ago than where they are right now. And now they're afraid that they're going to lose everybody. And I don't know. So I don't think they should have traded for James Harden or uh, Russ Westbrook last year. Kind of messed up the whole dynamic. It was, it was like, it was a boom or bust situation and they did not boom. They obviously busted. Darren Morey's out and they're going to lose both of them now potentially. Just wasn't smart. Well, That's how I see it, at least. The way I, I see it I feel is... Like, yeah, they, I feel like they could have gotten a few more different players instead of just Russell Westbrook and then gone farther. I mean, look at the look at the Thunder, you know? The Thunder the Thunder looked like, you know, a mosh pottage of different players, and they made it work. I mean, they, yeah, just, the Thunder, they just threw in a bunch of players. The Thunder are proving only two stars. So, they don't even have one. I mean, we are in the duo era now, so... Everybody says it's an era, but, like, is it really an era? How long are these duos going to last before they eventually just split up and make super teams again? Because uh, James Harden and Russell Westbrook could break up and then they make a super team like that. I mean, it depends, I guess. If Harden goes and joins the Sixers, that's probably a new super team. I'm not sure if that's going to – I doubt that's going to happen, but, like, this might – this the duo era might be done this year if they – Join the a certain team, Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. Mm. You, remember, you remember when they? You remember when all the Lakers fans were saying they were going to get him last year? They did. They did say that. They also said they were going to get Bradley Beal and Dame and Dame Lillard. Also, uh, Clay Thompson. That didn't happen. And Kawhi. Lakers so, fans are delusional. I'll say it. So. I mean, yeah. uh, they ESPN releases this cool article. Uh, it's on ESPN Plus that uh, talks about uh, the mock draft. It's a, it's a very cool like, interactive thing that they have, and uh, I kind of just want to go through it right quick. Mostly mentioning like the Hawks, Mavericks, because those are the teams that we care about the most. Who's going like top five? And obviously, where does Auburn's Isaac Okoro land on this mock draft? So, you had to work out with the Minnesota Timberwolves in Auburn. Did you see that? Unfortunately. I should have gone and tried out. Did Okay, calm down. Yeah. Did we ever find out why Okoro and uh, Michael Porter Jr. were hanging out with each other? Maybe the Nuggets looked at Okoro. Maybe. All I don't right. see them trading up to try and get him. Let's go ahead and break it down. 
it looks like all the signs are pointing to LaMelo Ball going first overall to the to the Timberwolves. It looks like that's almost a foregone conclusion. When's the draft? The 18th, mm-hmm. I believe. Okay, so that's in seven days. In a week from now, all right. In a week from now, LaMelo Ball is most likely going to be a Minnesota Timberwolf. That 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 seems like it's locked in. Outside of that, it feels like there could be some changes. It looks like you know some some things are are are. Uh, set in stone, like James Wiseman to the Warriors has been talked about for like a year now, and it, huh. it, it, well, ever since the Warriors have been bad at least, and it seems like at least in his mock draft they also have James Wiseman going to the Warriors, which great pickup for the Warriors. And then it kind of gets a little bit, I don't know, interesting with the uh, the next couple of picks. Uh, forgive me for my pronunciation of these names may just horribly butcher them, but it's Good better luck. than it's better than saying countries. Number three, the Charlotte Hornets, looking like they'll pick up Onyeka Okonwu. <laughs> Is that how you say that? Um, let me try. It. I need to look at it, but move on. Hey, where's he? Where's he from? Uh, USC. USC. I'm just calling you Oyenka. Uh, that seems like the best way to pronounce it. Uh, number four to the Chicago Bulls, Anthony Edwards, and number five, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Those are your top five. Uh, now, number six are the Hawks. So, who do the Hawks pick up? It <laughs> looks like. They'll be going to... Wait, who'd you say? I said Okoro. <laughs> Not this mock draft. Oh, it was, they'll be going to Tel Aviv to take Denny Advisha. It, yeah. it could be Luka 2.0. You never know. Yeah, that looks like it. They're going to try to make him like that. But you said Isaac Okoro. You jumped down all the way to number nine. The Washington Wizards select no. uh-uh. Isaac Okoro to partner up with Rui Hachimura. Get him to the Bulls, Knicks, or Hawks. Because the way they look at it is um, Okoro is obviously a defensive-minded player, and the Wizards are one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. And so That'd they be would pick they, up for him, I think. They, they, would, they would take Okoro, which makes total sense. By the yeah, way, him this, and Rui, that'd be deadly. This, this is a great article because they have, like, numbers, and they have, like, uh, comparisons, like, physical comparisons. Do you want to just take a wild guess at who they compared Isaac Okoro to, at least physical-wise? So, like, height, weight, wingspan, age, etc.? Uh, I have, a, I have a guess. I gotta look up his name real quick, though. I just totally forgot it. Yeah, they... It's not Andre Iguodala, is it? No. Oh man. I guess they've gotten a lot of really good comparisons. Okay, so I'll 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 take it back. They have three comparisons for Okoro. One of them is Andre Iguodala. Yeah. The other oh, one, man. the other one is a young stud, currently in the NBA. He was heavily featured uh, in the playoffs this year. 
for a certain team. And the other one, well... Oh, Jimmy Butler? Not Jimmy Butler. But, those initials are actually accurate, though. JB. Jalen Brown? Jalen Brown. Mm. I was going to say Tony Allen. No. Okay, but is that that wrong, though? Well, the third one was Justice Winslow, just so you know. Oh, that one's interesting. I'm not... Not too sure about the Justice Winslow one. Once again, these are physical comparisons, not like Tony Allen six four. I feel like that's kind of accurate six four, and I don't know or how much it weighs. I feel like there's a little bit of gray area in there. It could be six five. That's close enough. Well, I like the Jalen Brown comparison because they know each other. They grew up, not nah, not grew up together, but they grew up in the same area. And Jalen Brown has watched and helped Okoro a good bit in his high school days. Oh, and just so you know, the physical, the physical comparisons for LaMelo Ball, Sean Livingston, Chris LaVert, and Zach Levine. That's, that's company you want to keep. Yeah. For the Dallas Mavericks, you got to skip all the way down to 18 to find their player. And boy, is this going to be a conflict of interest for me. At number 18, the Mavericks in this mock draft will select Kira Lewis out of Alabama. And his, I like that. His physical comparisons are Dennis Schroeder, De'Aaron Fox, and Jeff Teague. Kyrie's good. I would love to see him pair up with Luka. It's going to be something. Uh, let me see if there's anybody else that uh, we know. Uh, Cassius Winston. Uh, Cassius Winston, Michigan State guy that we all know, twenty-five to the Thunder. Uh, let's see, Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Where are the Bucks at? Where are the Bucks at? They, yeah, they, tra- they traded their pick. Okay. Oh, they're at twenty-four. They do have okay, one. Okay, they didn't. Uh, honestly, they've traded their pick like the last three years. I can't even remember anymore. With the number twenty-four pick, the Mo- the Milwaukee Bucks select Malachi Flynn from San Diego State. Okay. I don't know enough about them to really make have an opinion on that. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot of these guys, to be quite honest. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anybody else that we know. Oh, Cole Anthony from North Carolina, 22 to the Denver Nuggets. Mm, that's pretty much it. Did you mention Obi Toppin? Oh, Obi, he's up here. He's. Wait, where's he at? I just saw him. I thought I saw him. He should be before Okoro. There he is. Number seven to the Detroit Pistons. Bad Boy Pistons are back. Yeah. His physical comparisons are TJ Warren, Chris Middleton, and Tobias Harris. Yo, let's go Chris Middleton! He doesn't quite shoot as well as Middleton. Don't sleep on cash money. So that that's currently the the NBA mock draft. We'll see what happens in a week. Uh, really, I'm just excited the fact that you know Okoro is going to be somewhere. Hopefully, Chuma is going to be playing for the Magic. It's been so long since I feel You're like we've seen Chuma next. play. So we'll see. Actually, where do the where do the do the Magic have a draft pick the, in the first round? They should. I don't think they traded it for anybody. 
They're all the way at fifteen. Mm. I don't think uh, I don't think they'll be having a, a go at Okoro, but that would have been cool if Okoro and Tumor on the same team. We can dream now. Those are dreams that Auburn fans can actually have. Two Auburn players on the same team. So that would be. I mean, Okoro's the Knicks. Jer- Imagine that. We didn't get to see Jared Harper and Okoro play together in Auburn. We could see it with the Knicks. Is Jared Harper with the Knicks now? He is. He's on their. He's on their G League, isn't he? Is he actually on the he's, roster? He's on their roster. What? He's on the roster. Roster? Like I don't know if that'll. You know, we don't know if that'll, that'll you know pan out, but. Yeah, it, the way they hype him up, it seems like he's gonna play for them. Don't the don't make me don't make me be a Knicks fan. If 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 Okoro and Jared Harper are there, you don't have to be a Knicks fan. That's true. I could just be a fan of the product they put out on the court, which is still saying a lot. Yeah, that's not something many people have said in the past few years. All right, guys, we're gonna run the triangle. Huh. Ah. Let's move on to the to the NFL now. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Well, first things first. We can at least look at. Uh, uh we can at least look at uh. Kind of how things are breaking down the NFL right now. With uh, NFL releasing its uh midseason report for each team. Uh. So, I think the biggest thing is that, obviously, we want to look at all of our teams. So, we'll first jump to the Carolina Panthers. And what does ESPN say about those boys from Charlotte? Well, if I can get to them right quick. Come on, come on, come on. I got to go through all the AFC first. Detroit, yawn. Minnesota, yawn. Here we go. Carolina Panthers. First, the first half of the season in two words, fool's gold. Wow. All right. It said expectations under the first year NFL head coach Matt Rule were a rebuilding season. Then came three straight victories, even after McCaffrey suffered a high ankle sprain. And then it kind of fell apart. I was all about tanking. At the beginning of the season, then they started winning games. And I thought, "Hey, this is without McCaffrey. What about when he comes back?" You know, we're still looking good even when we're losing. It's the crazy you're, thing, though. You're right. You're right. Biggest question: McCaffrey's now hurt again, though. So, but you won three straight without him. So, I mean, well, he's my he's my best player on my fantasy team, Jared. Oh, you'll be okay. No, oh, I won't. Maybe I will not. Maybe they'll expand the playoffs, and we can get in. Biggest question left to answer, learning how to finish games. Fair. Yeah. Who's playing for his job in 2021? The entire offensive line. Well, they said Teddy B. Well, yeah, he is, but the offensive line. And then hold on, hold on to this one. Final record prediction. 5-11. What? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think we get six. That means two wins from here on out. That's, I'd be okay with that's the top ten pick. That's true. That's true. That's at least what? Maybe six, counting all the NFC East teams. That's the thing, we're still winning that freaking division. Oh man. Uh 
Let me see. Is there any other team that you want to know about in this situation? Kind of how how they're breaking it down. The Ravens. The Ravens. What does it say about the Ravens? The first half in two words, a uh, notch below. They had the same 6-2 record as last season, but it doesn't feel the same, which is fair. It doesn't feel the same. Uh, biggest question left to answer, can Jackson take the next step as a passer? Which is the toughest game left? That'll be Thanksgiving night at Pittsburgh. Final record prediction, 12-4 and for the Ravens. I'm actually wondering what they say about Pittsburgh, considering they're the last undefeated team left. Uh, let's see. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Here they are. First half in two words. Still undefeated. Yeah. Biggest question left to answer. Can the Steelers keep it up? Toughest game left is, uh, they said the toughest game left for the Steelers. The next one, which I feel like is pretty accurate for the Steelers. And final record prediction, 13 and three. So, and they're saying the reason for it is because the Steelers don't have a second half of the season by week. Which they might with COVID. Yeah. Never know these days. Uh, hmm, I'm afraid to look at the Colts, to be quite honest. I hear it for you. Uh, I have it. Dominant defense. Dominant defense, yep. Biggest question left? Do the Colts have enough on offense? No. Toughest game left. Titans. Wait. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're basically saying it isn't a case of just one game for the Colts. It's four. They have two games against the AFC South, both Tennessee, including one Thursday and a home game against Green Bay, which is sandwiched between two games against the Titans. Yeah, it makes sense. Ten and six. I'll take ten and six. That's a playoff. That's a playoffs right there. It is. Get into the playoffs and we can worry about everything else. The defense is good, and I love that. It's just, Jesus, we need an offense. Please, we need an offense. The Chargers versus half in two words. <laughs> Dismal <Depressing>. and brutal. <laughs> isn't, isn't that three words? Yes. That's like that's like that Charles Barkley thing. Yeah. Oh, man, that's... The Chargers are uh, the Chargers are a definition of a tough scene. I feel like they're just it's <laughs> just bad. You have a great quarterback in Justin Herbert, but man, you don't know how to win games. Dallas Cowboys, don't do it to me. Unimaginably bad. Fair. That is biggest fair. question left is boring. Who are the defensive pieces to keep around in twenty twenty one? Van Der Esch. Yeah. Who is playing for his job in 2021? Coach Mike McCarthy. <laughs> He's not going to have a job by the end of this year. He's a bum. Are you Are you sure? They didn't say. They didn't say that. They said. Okay, he might, might be able to keep it because of the injuries, but he's still certified to be a bum. Yeah, they said he's likely to get a grace period because of how strange the season has been. But not defensive coordinator Mike Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Kellen yeah. Kellen Moore. Hey, Boise That's State great Kellen Moore. Left-hander. Top 15 left-hander all-time, possibly top 10. They have the Eagles finishing 7-8-1. Don't tell me that. That's I'm, that's, I'm, that's kind of a reach, I feel like. What do they have right now? It says they'll, it says the Eagles will win the remainder of their divisional games, plus one more outside the NFC East. 
Like I said, but that's kind of possible. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. They, who do the Eagles, the Eagles play like, uh, who do they play this week? They play, I can't remember the schedule off the top of my head. They play a game where I feel, they play the Giants. <laughs> and the way the things Eagles are. remaining schedule is at the Giants, at the Browns, against the Seahawks, at the Packers, against the Saints, at the Cardinals, at the Cowboys, and against the Redskins, or football team. The Thunder just declared their new coach, if you just saw. I see that. It's Mark. How the hell do you say that last name? I think it's Dagnault. <laughs> something like that. Dagnault. Wait, so where did uh where where did Billy Donovan end up? Is he is Billy Donovan in Chicago? Bulls. He's okay, bull. that's what I thought. They got rid of whatever his name was. I forgot uh, his name. I I can't remember, to be quite honest. The quarantine's the gotten to us. I can't remember any of their names. Uh, yeah, the one that the one that would run run the players into the ground, like literally. Oh, oh. Hey, if it makes you feel better. Uh, it was Jim Boylan. Yes. Oh yeah, oh, Boylan. Oh my god. Hey, he call timeouts when they were down like twenty. <laughs> uh, Witches all state also fired or or looking to part ways with their head coach. All of you guys have been following that saga of Wichita State, but it's it's something. If you have time, just Greg Marshall is a piece of trash. Greg Marshall, I I use a different word if I wasn't gonna be you know scared of getting fired. Yeah, uh, but Greg Marshall, all of you guys have been following it. Jacob, you probably been following it a little bit, but Davis, do you know what's going on with Greg Marshall at Wichita no, State? I, I don't. No. <sighs> I want to tell the story about his parking spot. Yes, please, about the student in this parking spot. Please please tell the story about that. So, What's an some update? context behind it. This, I, re- I cannot remember who got this information. I cannot remember where this started off. It was either Sports Illustrator or The Athletic. But, basically, there's this is not even, honestly, the worst thing he does. But, this kind of gives you an idea of what kind of person he's like. And, where his office is is right by a tutoring center where athletes go in student athletes will go in for just a minute or two to pick up something so they'll park in his reserve spot if he's not there mm-hmm. well he does not like that at all whenever people are, or students are in his reserve spot he'll block them in and not let them leave well one time he was not able to block the person in because they they had left but he saw him leave so he chases them down in his car and blocks him at an intersection and he gets out and asking do you know who i am do you know who i am like yelling at him and stuff and the student athlete looked at him and said no i don't know who you are and that basically set him off and you know it's just one of those things where the guy seems a little egotistical and it's to an extreme to where he's just kind of like i said a terrible person kind of sounds like it over a parking spot and like i said that's not even close to the worst thing that he's done to get himself fired. <laughs> That's just kind of a, I'll have to read up on him. A funny story that, yeah, yeah. Might, I can't remember who had the original report. It might have been. Let's see. I'm 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 trying to find the who had the story last night. Was it was it a Bleacher Report that had the story that I last night was Joseph up? Goodman that got that. But I can't remember who originally released the the bad stuff. 
It was a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was. Okay, here it was Bleacher Report. So last night at 10.42 my time, Eastern time, God's time. Uh, report Greg Marshall out of Wichita State. Uh, so this is late last night. Greg Marshall, Tom Wichita State, men's basketball is coming to an end after 13 seasons. Jeff Goodman of Stadium. Uh, is it that they're expected to part ways with him by the end of the week? Um, this decision comes after a number of shocking allegations regarding physical and verbal abuse by Marshall toward players and others inside the athletic department. Uh, let's see. He also released a statement. Uh, I believe he did that in October. He released a statement. Uh, Goodman reported on the allegations of abuse, noting he contacted 36 former and current members of the basketball program, including 26 players who had experience with Marshall and detailed patterns of physical and verbal abuse that also include alleged instances of racism. So it's all that and sprinkling a little bit of racism on top, and you got a cake. You kind of just threw that one in there at the end. I wasn't ready for it. And then among the most notable allegations, uh, was Shaq Morris saying Marshall punched him twice during a 2015 practice. Yeah, he he was like... I mean, it was just... It's, it's unreal that it took this long for them to fire him. Because this came out like October 9th. In the last two years, 10 players has transferred away from Wichita State. Which is double the average of a normal team. Or the double the average of the NCAA in general, excuse me. So, yeah, that that whole situation is coming to an end. Thank goodness. I thought Wichita State was going to hold on to him. And I was like, there's no way he's going to get out of the season, like, unscathed. You think he's going to get hired somewhere else? Of course. Well, what kind of question is that? Yeah. But I mean, like... um, Rick Pitino... Yeah, I was about to say that I remembered Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino brought the club to the team. And he still got hired again. Yeah, he also had multiple affairs and acted like he was in motorcycle accidents and stuff. But if you win, you win. That's true. Wait, where's Patino at now? Iona. <laughs> uh, it's also like, uh, was it Evansville who got the big upset win early in the season and they end up getting rid of their coach because of uh, some some rumors? And by rumors, yeah, they I beat, mean... They, they beat uh, Kentucky. Yeah, and, and that was like a. See, they they literally literally they beat Kentucky and lost like twenty straight games. That's how you ridiculous. do it. it was, That's how you it do was, it. Uh, and no one talked about it. Oh man, Evansville was that was a trip. Last season was a trip up until it got canceled. Don't remind me. Oh my goodness, that's. Hey, we get, we get to do it all again this year. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't. Yeah. Do, do we know when the first scheduled game is? I know if you go on the ESPN app, they have all the games listed, but it says two yeah, B. It says TBD. Yeah. I don't know. Auburn obviously is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah. St. But the first game is probably a Tuesday. That's when the season officially starts. Okay. Well, we'll keep a keep an eye out for that. Uh, we got about twelve minutes left. Let's go ahead and uh, jump in the NFL pick'em. Oh, by the way, let me correct myself on the Evansville thing. So they beat Kentucky, and they won a few more non-conference games. But then they went 0-18 in conference play. That's how you do it. Yeah. 
It's, ca- it's cashing out early and then kicking your feet up. A lot of these games were close, but anyway. Continues in the NFL. NFL pick them. Thursday Night Football, first game up. God help me. Colts, Titans. This is tough. It's tough because the Colts' strength combats the Titans' strength, which is the yeah. running game. And the Titans' defense is trash. But the Colts' I offense, think- I mean, Phillip Rivers tried to tackle a ghost last week. so That was funny. I picked the Colts to beat the Ravens. I didn't. That's the luck. Do what? I didn't pick the Colts to beat the Ravens. I did. I'm gonna go with it again. I think they're gonna get an upset at some point. I think this will be the week. I'm only going Colts because of the defense. That that's pretty much it. The Colts will somehow put up enough runs. Put up enough runs. The Colts will put up enough points in order to beat the Titans. You're going. You're going Titans, Davis. Yeah, I'm gonna go Titans. I'm gonna say you were smart. Uh, Texans Browns Baker Mayfield according to this morning is off the COVID list so it looks like he will be playing that's important to note Browns Davis I'm going Browns Browns all the way Nick Chubb is also set to return Oh, Washington and the Lions this is an interesting one Is, is, is Stafford back yet I believe so Okay, so he was, he's he's taking off the COVID list for you, but he's he also his head. I forgot about that actually. I don't know. And Washington starting Alex Smith after Kyle Allen was put into the Washington graveyard. Get better, Kyle. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Detroit. Really, just by default, to be quite honest. Yeah, I I don't trust Washington. Yeah, Detroit all the way. Let's go Lions. Uh, Jaguars, Packers. Do we even have to talk about it? Let's go Pack Go. Hey, Put Cheesehead. Hey, Lutton, spin move, touchdown. Yeah, because so, when he does that when they're down 30. That's fair. Uh, Eagles, Giants. I'm, gonna, I'm kind of sick of getting this game, I'm not going to lie. And it's funny because we just read about how they predicted to go 7 8 and 1. Like, low-key. Uh, I think I Miles guess. Sanders might be back. So, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with the Eagles. I'll stick fly with the Eagles. Eagles fly. I'll stick with the Eagles, but don't be surprised the Giants win that game. Uh, Hold on for this one. Tom Brady is coming back from a 38-3 drubbing when he travels on the road to take on the Carolina Panthers. Can I want Teddy... to do it so bad. I did it, Jacob. I did it. Can Teddy Two Gloves do it? Yes, he can. Mike Davis is in, and he's going to show him how it's done. Well, you can keep believing that. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking oh. the Bucks. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, Davis, you are you are scarcely holding on to second place right now, and you may, you may just and dig yourself in. And I will continue to hold on to it. Yeah, okay. Broncos Raiders in the Death Star. This is an interesting one because I do like what Drew Locke's been doing lately, but Raiders. Did you guys see Drew Locke? Did you guys see Drew Locke running for that touchdown and then he like talked back to the Falcons player that he he, that he ran into for the touchdown and they were still down seven points? Yes. 
Hey, Drew Lock, talk your stuff. I'm picking Raiders. Uh, next game, fins up. Dolphins, Chargers in Miami. And I'll go ahead and say it. The Chargers will lose this game somehow. And the Dolphins are getting good. So I'm picking the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, Dolphins. Yeah. Man, this 3 o'clock slate's fun. It is. Oh my. There, there's some good games. Oh, it's because of the Masters. There's so many. They're putting all the CBS games late. I forgot about that. Uh, here's the next game up. Bills, Cardinals. Josh Allen and the boys going to Arizona. This is a very difficult game to pick. Is it? To me, it is. I feel like it's a I foregone like the Cardinals, con- even though they're coming off that loss to Miami. I feel like it's a foregone conclusion who's going to win this game. You think it's obvious the Bills are going to win? Bills by double digits. I don't think. Whoa, I don't know about that. The Bills girls by are double good digits. Team. They just been having Lock it in down the stretch. Lock it in, Bills double digits. I'm locking it in. The Cardinals just have an issue. They they let the their opponent get a lot of points first, but then they'll start to come back. That's what they did against Miami. Bills by double digits. Locking it in. I'm taking Bills as well, but don't sleep on the Cardinals. I can see them easily. No, don't sleep on the Cardinals. I think the Bills are that good. They're good. They're a good team. Uh, Seahawks, Rams. Russell Wilson looking to come off some tough performances back-to-back. Uh... You gotta hold on to the ball a little bit better, but uh, they gotta go on the road to take on the LA Rams. I still think the Rams are frauds. Seahawks. They, they are frauds. Go back to St. Louis. How about that, Davis? I think I chose Seahawks on this one. I'm taking Seahawks as well. Niners, Saints. I mean, the Four Niners are Godspeed. Four Niners. Yeah. Godspeed. They're who. Remember, remember that game last year where it was like, what was this final score? Like 52 to 48? That was a good game. And the guy got his finger stuck in Kittle's mask. And then uh, this game's going to be just like that, but instead of 52 48, it's 52 to 8, probably. Saints win. Uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals travel to take on the undefeated Steelers, who, as far as I know, currently right now, uh, Big Ben's on the COVID list, and I don't think they expect him to play anyway. Yeah, uh, so it's the Mason Rudolph show. I still don't think. I think it's gonna be close, but I still give the Steelers edge. Yes, I, I would also take give the Steelers an edge, Davis. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers, but I mean, like, I could I could genuinely see them this being a trap game for the Steelers. I could see the Bengals stealing this one. It could be, but remember they have NFL Hall of Famer Mike Thomas slash Omar Epps. So they do have Omar Epps as their coach. That's true. Jacob, you should have been there for that. Alex could not see it. He could see not what? see it. That Mike Tomlin and Omar Epps look alike. Mike Tomlin who? Omar, Omar Epps. Epps. You know the actor? Uh, Just look up Mike Tomlin and Omar Epps. That's all you need to do. Oh, my God. Yeah, they look the same. Alex could not figure it out. He's like, I'm not, they, they I'm may be I'm related. Omar Epps. <laughs> yeah. You get them side by side, it's even crazier. There's one where I got tricked. It was two pictures of Omar Epps. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that's insane. And I realized it was two Omar Epps. Yeah. Uh, Sunday Night Football is Ravens at the pa- at, at pfft, I, don't, I don't know what happened there. Ravens at the Patriots. This one was hard. I'm not going to lie. Why? Both the, well, I mean, the Patriots are at home. Look, 
The, the Patriots. I chose the Ravens. They the almost Patriots. lost to the Jets. But the Patriots, yeah. you just never know. I think the Patriots do are going to – are trending upward after Cam's COVID situation, but I don't think they're there to beat the Ravens yet. The Patriots will finish with six wins. That's fair. Hold up. I uh I I got I just got a message. Hold up. Oh no. Okay. No, I got a message. It it, it said uh it said Tennessee Auburn game and I was like, Who what just happened? It's nothing it's nothing that we need to be concerned about. Nothing Good. we need to be concerned about. I just know that uh yeah. It's nothing to be concerned about. I thought I thought for a second, like, oh no, did I just get the inside scoop that this game got canceled? That'd be unfortunate. That would have been unfortunate. And what the extra point I had breaking news story. But no, that's not what happened. Uh and finally, Monday night football, Vikings and the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Unless Alvin Cook scores five touchdowns again. Uh, that's, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I like the Vikings. I'm not gonna lie. I chose the Vikings because I think Dalvin Dalvin Cook's hot. I've played him in fantasy that week. He scored like 50 points. I think he'll cool off a little bit and the Bears will be able to pull it out. I think it's – yeah, I think either way. Dalvin Cook is a hot pocket that's in there in the microwave for the right amount of time. You should start calling Dalvin Cook that, Jared. Hot pocket? Yeah. I feel no. like that would not end well. See, see if it catches on. Let's not. Uh, but that does it for the show today. So we'll we'll, we'll end it right there. Uh, thank you, Davis and Jacob, for joining me on the show, getting our pickums in. Uh, we'll go put up some missing poster flyers for Alex. And see where and he's Jack. at. I know where Jack's at. He's Jack just... told me he was gonna be here. So. Jack's. I know where Jack's at. He's <laughs> he's still upset over the Braves stuff. He said he said quote yesterday yesterday when I saw him he said quote that Braves weekend messed me up <laughs> and, and since then. Yeah. Yeah, he's just... He hasn't been the same person. So, rest in peace. But, this is for the show today. Thank you for joining us on The Extra Point. Uh, if you want more, make sure to catch us on iTunes and Spotify by searching The Extra Point. Also, don't forget, I got this correctly now, the scoreboard from 4 to 5 on Thursdays and from the bench from 4 to 5 on Friday. That's correct. See? I know my stuff now. So, for... Uh, Alex Houston, who we don't know where he's at, but we'll go look for him. Jack Hart, who he's in our heart as always. See what I did there. For Davis Carroll and Jacob Holman, I'm Jared saying thank you so much for joining us at Extra Point here on WEGL 911 and WEGLFM.com.